Brought to you by The Book Exchange. Use code BX4FINAL4 to save 25% in store or online at bookexchangewv.com. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I got my lovely co-host, Ashley, with me. That's me. Super producer Dave in the building. I'm here. John's not. And as you as you just heard, John is not here because he is a horrible uh, co-host and he doesn't <laughs> like us at all. And he's also newly newly father of three now. Congrats, John and Jess. Yay. The new baby girl, named to be announced at a later date. <laughs> TBN, yeah. to be named. <laughs> yeah, to be named. That's crazy, man. He's He really did it, man. He's trying he to catch it. Nick Cannon, isn't he? I know, right? Three girls. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Jess. <laughs> that's like, crazy. Three girls. That's so- I. I t- <laughs> when I found out, I texted him earlier. And I was like, that's how I know you wasn't shit in life because God gave you three girls. And he only does that to people who aren't weren't great at life. So right. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. My dad also a, had three dollars. I, <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with him. I like the. But I will I say, like I think much like John, my dad just had like this charisma, and women, you know, right. I mean, kind of flocked to him a little yeah. bit in that way. So I think it's kind of like, uh huh. Remember? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's like. That's like did? a. Right, that's like a, a legend that people say. Like, if you were a player in in the day back in your days, you know, God will give you girls to show you, like, you know, which what you might have done in the past, and kind of, exactly. you know, be empathetic towards that. So, yeah, but it's definitely a blessing for him and Jess. Congrats yes. to both of them, and uh, yeah, man. So he's not on the show today, so we'll give him some grace for that. Except- Except Only I'd like because to interject and say he was at the bar last night and also at the game yesterday. So while poor Jess was struggling with the family <laughs> and, you know, he dealing did with not. this gift of life and, you know, giving John this amazing family. Uh, because those kids have turned out really well. I don't know how with John as, as dad. Because um, Jess is a great their mom. Life. Exactly. <laughs> as, as Jess puts in the blood, sweat, and tears, John's eating sushi at Bartini and... Hey, listen, game, you got to so. get things done now. You got an extra mouth to feed. You got to, yeah, make some things shake now. He's out there networking. Yeah. He's... <laughs> had a baby. Jess is still on the, the operating table, the surgery yeah. table. <laughs> you know, I just had a third kid. I really need this deal. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. man. But congratulations to both of them. That's amazing. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's a blessing. For yeah. sure. What have you, what have you guys been up to, Ash? Well, been like we were talking about before our little, um, before we started recording, I've, I've been on a skincare journey. So to anyone that's looking at me this morning going, man, she looks rough. Uh, <laughs> I do because I have not been wearing makeup. I have been trying to clean out my skin and clear it up. And the best way to do that is to not wear makeup. So I'm on that journey right now. We'll see how it works. Right. Now, do you think, is this just a, like, you just trying to, see this out or you you eventually gonna go back to makeup or what no i think only on like special occasions or things like that what my goal for this summer and this is what i told my esthetician my goal for this summer is literally to wash my face and walk out the door well put spf on and walk out the door like that is my goal i want to be that person where everybody says wow her skin looks amazing you know what i mean like i want to be that i don't want the cakiness stuck in my laugh lines anymore. I don't want dry skin later in the day. Like, I don't think people, this is such a weird place for me to have this rant, but I don't think people understand (laughs) the struggle for women and makeup. It sucks, dude. Like, no, we don't want to spend two hours in that bathroom trying to put Mm -hmm. a face on, like it sucks. So So why do you then? So that's what Joe keeps saying. It's well, a vicious, I do. You don't it's have a vicious to. cycle. It's a vicious cycle because I feel like I have to wear makeup to cover up my imperfections, but my imperfections are there because of the makeup. So it's right. Like, yeah, it definitely it's is like, like a snake a, yeah. eating itself. So I'm and, sucking it up right now and I'm just going to. So do, 
So do you do it more for like Joe or other people or do you do it more for you? It's It's for for you. Okay. I feel self-conscious about, you know, acne on my chin or dark spots on my face. Like that makes Mm -hmm. me feel self-conscious. So, Mm -hmm. but I'm working through it. I'm on, I'm on a journey. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. We'll see if I make it out the (laughs) And we was just talking about it earlier. You was just like, uh, you know, there's so many things going on where you see like 11 year olds and like preteens. Dude. Going into these makeup stores, whether it be Ulta or whatever other Sephora, makeup yep. store, Sephora that you go into and they're like using these harmful, uh, harmful like makeups and stuff on their skin and it's not even fully developed yet. And they yes. kind of don't know what they're doing, but they're trying to follow these trends that they see on either TikTok or Instagram and try and be like that. It's and crazy. it's going to end up ruining their skin. Yep. And, and as if you are a parent of a, of a younger girl, please do due diligence. Um, for instance, I, I told you I was talking to my, I think it was my esthetician about this. <clears throat> there was a, a, a girl that had walked up to the Ulta counter with her mom and there was like tons of products and a lot of them had retinol in it, which anything retinoid, retinol, n- not made for somebody under the age of 18. Like this is crazy. Um, and the woman behind the counter was like, ma'am, I don't, think you want your daughter to have this like this can be harmful to her skin and she's like oh she knows all about skincare she's she's on it on YouTube and and you know TikTok and whatever like no an 11 year old is not an expert she's not a skincare expert I don't care how many videos you watch and her mother was right. like I just you know buy her what she wants like this is crazy not to mention yeah. those I guarantee you the her checking out those few products probably cost her a good 300 bucks easy mm-hmm. Like it is wild. And me and Dave was just talking about, I didn't know uh, Botox had actual toxins in it. And yes. and that's what like makes your, helps your face like tighten up. And Dave said it was the, some of the ingredients in Botox was using as weapons of mass destruction, like literally. So Botox is botulism, essentially a, a part of it. And if anybody is familiar with botulism, which is a serious concern back in the day with canned goods, and still to this day, if you see a can that looks kind of swollen, do not open it. Like there's botulism in mm. that, and it can it can kill you. I mean, that, there's no no mm. doubt about that. Um, I'm not saying that Botox is a bad product. I think that it does have its usage, especially for people who have you know sweating problems because it can basically stop that. People who have migraines, even older people who want to look younger. I'm not mad at it. What I'm mad at is this whole normalization of younger people using it and when i say younger i'm talking <clears throat> there this isn't botox but there is a, a a woman who is a client of mine who was telling me that her daughter was talking about getting lip fillers and and she's mm. 13 and she's like no like you're tripping stop you know there is a girl in her class that does indeed get lip filler and i'm like time wait time what what do- what parent and what doctor would sign off on this? This is wild. 13, yeah. 13 years old. Yeah. Wrap your is, head around that. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it is it's seriously like, crazy. When when will it stop? And it's getting younger and younger. Next thing I'm going to be talking about trying to get BBLs and all type of other stuff at, as a preteen. Right? Like That should be the last thing you should be thinking about. Is exactly. Like and sadly, that kind of stuff parents who can't afford it are going to be sending their kids to like the Dominican Republic, which has a really high mortality rate for BBLs. And you know what I mean? It's, it's sad. I will say though, I did read an article that says that the BBL trend looks to be on a downward, uh, downward trend right now. Like people aren't doing it as much, which I think is a good, I would hope so. It looks ridiculous, especially the people. I feel like anything. Okay. Whatever you do to, you want to enhance your body. Cool. Like I'm, you do you especially if you have the means to do it but everything is done like should be done in moderation like you shouldn't be getting a big butt (laughs) and you have a little legs like walking around looking like an ant and then now like you look even worse than when you started like now you got now you look like an ant and you there's nothing you can do about it there are more yeah yeah, and more times than not it doesn't age well Mm -hmm. so the more you age the the more saggy you get and the worse it it looks and now you stuck there and yeah you gotta do it again and again and now you you just done for like nobody don't want that that's legit there are two shows that come to my mind as soon as you said that (laughs) real housewives (laughs) of miami good lord larsa pippen Mm -hmm. get rid of it number two love and hip-hop atlanta jesus 
Those women, all it. of them have it, and it looks redunculous. Like, yeah. your butt should not be shaped like that. I'm sorry. That's not even Larsa now. Show the most recent yeah. picture of her. And you got to... You still have to work out. Like you still have to make sure your legs match your butt. Like yep. it, it doesn't look good. Yeah, dude, it's so bad. It's. I mean, I don't know where but they're I blame, going. But I blame us guys too because we're part of we're part of the problem too though. So I'm a. I blame us because you know since that trend has started, and I don't know exactly when it started, but it's like okay, yeah, we want girls with BB. We want girls that look like that. So of course, women will go out. And try to spend their last on looking like the dream That's woman it. for any guy. So I feel like we're a part of that. But at the end of the day, like at women, like as guys, we really don't care as much as y'all think we care about y'all looks. Like <laughs> Thank we you for really don't that. care. <laughs> we really don't care. And yeah. when I say that, I mean that like you know, you. I feel like you guys do a lot to present yourselves really well, and and we appreciate it. But I feel like sometimes it's overdone, and we don't about the lashes and eyebrows and all that little intricacies. Maybe some guys do, but most, I feel most like don't. we're good. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's like whenever I come home and I'm like, babe, look what I did. And he's like, oh, that's cute. But like, you know, you don't need that. And it's like. Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of a bummer. Cause I'm like, oh. I did <laughs> like, all this. Like really? really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, but that should be a relief to y'all. Cause that means y'all don't have to try to spend all day in the mirror trying to perfect something. That's that true. should be a relief. It is. It is. But at the same time, we also feel outside of our relationships, we feel a pressure from society. Right. And that's true. nobody wants to be that person. I will say, I think it's become more normalized to kind of just be who you are, which I think is wonderful. I like, mm. dude, this is no joke. Two things I would never have done in the past. Number one, leave my house without makeup on. And mm. number two, wearing sweatpants out in public. And by God, I've been doing both. <laughs> oh, and don't it feel it's good? Freeing. It's don't so it freeing. feel good? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Hey, that's why, I, I mean, as a guy, it's a luxury. Like, I'll go out, like, with my hair not brushed. I'll go out with sweats on i'll go out with sock uh no uh slippers with no socks on like i really don't care like the standard i have for myself going outside is very low unless i'm going somewhere that yeah. like, i'm going to a party or an event or something like other than that i look like a complete bum and <laughs> right? i do not care and one think, second about it and i think most men are like that you know what i mean they don't feel the yeah. pressure that we do to have to present no. ourselves a certain way so no not at all <laughs> but welcome uh thanks for that thanks for uh joining our ted talk yes yeah, seriously on, <laughs> beauty on and makeup beauty and standards. being yourself yeah. <laughs> right we have the final well, forecast fully support loving the skin you're in just saying yes there we go there we go accept yourself but you okay. should shower regularly absolutely yes do that although over showering can be bad for your skin just letting you know yeah but don't like come in with a cloud of stink just following you around everywhere like <laughs> Look like yourself, but like clean. How many showers is too many showers? More than once a day. True. True. Do you shower in the morning or at night? I'm a night showerer. I don't like. I'm to a do morning, morning shower. Anymore. I used to be, but shower. um, I it's weird. My routines changed, so now I prefer mm -hmm. to do it at night than than in the morning because I take yeah. <laughs> surprise surprise. <laughs> I take a long time. Like I have a whole routine to go through with my. Mm -hmm. top to bottom skincare and everything else. And right. it's just, it's too much to do in the hour and a half. I allot myself in the morning. So she's like <laughs> Iron Man in the first movie where like all the stuff like gets on her. She just stands <laughs> in the bathroom. Just stand. things come down. For her. I <laughs> wish, <laughs> I wish that were the case. I wish I, I would automatically I, do it. I'm a morning shower, but I get why people shower in the evening. Cause then you're not taking your soil to bed. Yeah. That too. That too. Yeah. I'm I'm a even I take that back. I'm an evening shower too, but I like to like not so much shower, but just kinda like rinse myself off in the morning, just kinda wake myself up. I'll take a cold shower in the morning to kinda wake myself up a little bit. Sure. I wash my yeah. face every day, so like twice a day. So it kinda suits that purpose of like waking up in the morning. Um and right. I get where you and here, let me let me flip this a little bit. I shower at night during the week, but on the weekend, I shower during the day. I know that sounds weird, but it's because mm -hmm. I need to get ready for work and be there at a certain time. Right, and right. And I won't get there on time if I shower in the morning, so. Can I, uh, can I share you guys a discovery that I made during COVID? Yeah. There's nothing greater than a midday shower. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. When you're working from home mm-hmm. and you get up and you're like getting up right before you're supposed to log in mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there answering emails with your coffee and not rushing to get ready. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 11, 12 o'clock. You're like, oh, I should probably get showered now. Oh, there's nothing better. You wake up. You're feeling like you've already got the day in check. Mm. Oh, it's, it's, it's a way weekend. of life. That's what I do on the weekend. Yeah. The it's a way of life, Ash. I love I love okay. that. Actually, I, I you know what? I, I kind of feel you. Is like anyone today. still listening? <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. I feel like yeah. that too. Just like right now. I didn't shower this morning. We'll do the podcast. I've had, you know, a couple cups of coffee and I'll shower as soon as we're done. and It'll feel amazing. Yeah. I feel it. Different strokes for different folks as they Wait say. Wait till we get those studio lights shining at us and we'll just be like. <laughs> oh, I haven't showered yet. Word. But uh, <laughs> on to some WVU news, WVU basketball. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, we uh, we lost to BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, 86-73 at home, which was disappointing because we've really been killing at home lately. We've been killing so, at home. Um, yeah. yeah. And we haven't won any games on the road. So it's like, okay, where does our next <laughs> win come from? Seriously. Yeah. So um, did you see the game, Ash? I did not. I'll okay. be honest. I'll be honest. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I know I probably should watch because of the podcast, but yeah. I just. Oh man. As of course, I, I see. It wasn't um, bad. Like I'm, I, I don't know exactly what's going on, and to give uh, a, a thoughtful analysis, but like we were pretty competitive. I just, I mean, BYU's a ranked team. Like yeah, right. My bad, Dave. I should have asked you if you've seen the game. I'm not used to Dave being in I know, the sports. Right? Uh, <laughs> I just totally skipped I watched, past him. I watched. But did it. you? Okay, so what? So what's your now from from your point of view, Dave? I have what do you no think? idea what's going on. How much? <laughs> oh my god! He's <laughs> just like, yeah, it wasn't a bad game, is it? I have no, no idea I mean, what's going I mean, on. We didn't just <laughs> we just didn't completely collapse and like right Excuse collapse me. into a dying star like we sometimes do. Like we were pretty competitive. Right. So um, I watched the highlights because I wasn't up for the game because um, of the time difference, mm-hmm. and from what I seen, we. Or it's we're not, like we're we're, we're very to... inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're very inconsistent as far as like I don't think anybody has a defined role on the team yet. And when I say that, I feel like every successful team you have defined roles. You have you you know who your defenders are. You know who your go to guy is. You know who your rebounders whatever are going to be creators. And I feel like we're just going game by game by committee. And we have mm-hmm. no real um, – we'll have guys that stand out from game to game, but we have no real consistency on either end of the floor. And I feel like that's what's really hurting us in the end. And, again, we're playing against these all these ranked teams in the Big 12, and even the teams that aren't ranked are still mm-hmm. good. Yep. So it's like you have to have some kind of consistency on, both, on either end of the floor from game to game. It can't just be um, – we don't know who's going to show up from game to game. We have to have a go-to guy, and I feel like we don't have that right now. Yeah, like we're not playing street ball out here. You know what I yeah. mean? Not just winging it. We can't. We can't do that. And it seems like we're going these really long spans too, without like hitting a basket. Like six minutes straight, nothing really. Right. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy. It, and I don't know if I don't know if it's the way our offense is designed. I don't know if it's. Players just not making shots, not being put in the right position to, you know, where they can succeed at. I mean, maybe tell me if I'm wrong, Kev, because I mean, obviously you do this professionally, but I feel like a lot of times when you're not making baskets or even trying, it's a confidence issue. Yeah, it's a confidence issue, but I feel like any confidence issue gets fixed, at least for me, from a um, player perspective, how I looked at it. If any time I was lacking confidence about what I was doing, I'd just stay in the gym more. Like, that's just how I overcame, like, okay, if if I feel like I'm not hitting my threes, I'll spend extra time in the gym. And I'm not saying that these guys aren't doing that, but it just, the inconsistency is what worries me because it's like, how much time are are certain individuals being in the gym and you know that this can we still have this consistency issue so i you know again i'm not conf- uh, accusing them of that but that's what in my perspective that's what it feels like yeah and i really do think that the uncertainty at the at the beginning of the season losing a lot of players getting some back that we didn't think we we're going to play like it has wreaked 
havoc yeah. on this team. Like, right. like you said, nobody knows where their role is. Nobody really, it's like they don't, they're not, there's no gel. You know what I mean? They're not, yeah. they're not playing together and it's difficult right. to watch. But yeah. I will say, <laughs> what did we say about the football team? Inconsistent and look right. where they are now. So right. yeah. there is still some hope left, but. Do you think it, Kev, is a case of them not gelling together as a team or maybe Josh doesn't really know what he wants to do with the players yet or the players don't feel comfortable doing what they need to do or who makes those decisions where people go and all those strengths and stuff like that? Um, well, that's definitely a coaching decision to put in, like I said, putting people in the right position to succeed, knowing where people's strengths and weaknesses are and, you know, exploiting their strengths. But... Um, from a player perspective, like I said, you have to ultimately you're on the court. So whatever you feel like your weaknesses and strengths are, you got to you got to still work on those so that whatever position you're being put in, even if it's, you know, somewhat unfamiliar or uncomfortable, that you're ready for it. And that's why I go back to the point of I don't I don't know how much time these guys are. Are they spending in the gym if you know, if it's this level of inconsistency? Not just on offense, but on defense, too, because if you're not going to score the ball, you at least got to try to stop the other team from scoring. And we just it just kind of seems like, you know, we'll we'll go into our zone sometimes. And I don't like zones because um, I feel like it's it's a cop out, so to speak, of like trying to play defense. Mm. And maybe it's just a bias that me and, and again, zones work sometimes depending on if you playing against teams who can't particularly shoot the ball well. But I and feel like it, it also these people can shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> these people can shoot the ball well, which usually I feel like sometimes which would shoot us out of the zone and we would go back to playing man. But I just feel like also you just got to take the pride as a as a player that I want to win my matchup, mm-hmm. whatever position I am, I want to win my matchup. And I don't know if these guys are taking that pride, and that's on them. There's, you know, the coach can try to motivate you, put you in the right position, but. When you're on the court, that's on you to yeah. to have that pride to stop the guy in front of you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, Kirk Kreese is shooting the ball really well lately. Uh, had 23 points, 5 of 10 from 3. Good for him. Great. Um, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. 2 turnovers, which I'm happy for him because he's, he's turnover prone. But he's also... Um, <laughs> he also has the ball in his hand a lot, and he tries... He's a very high risk, high reward player. Exactly. If it works, that's you're like, point. oh, that's a great play. And if it don't work, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking? So, I love I that mean, somebody I guess actually you... tweeted that. They said something like, you know, Kirk, can you stop turning the ball over? And he literally tweeted back, I'm trying, dog. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <to> say, <laughs> hey, listen, that's it. I love the honesty. Exactly. You know, he knows who he is. And at the mm-hmm. same time, what makes him great, you know, you know, sometimes hurts us. So that's yeah. in um, in his case. I'm sure that's the that's the case. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Edwards, 16 and seven. Uh, great, uh, great game. Raekwon, mm-hmm. 14. Uh, Quinn, two of 11. Not so good of a game on the offensive end. Um, yeah, I feel again. Yeah, that's kind of where it ends. Um and Kobe had eight. I mean, it's crazy because yeah, so, we do. We have a lot of talent on this team. There is a lot of talent on this is. team. We just aren't doing it together. Which, again, that's why it goes back to my point of having a defined role. I feel like everybody's just rolling the ball. I was like, okay, whoever does this today, that's the player of the game. That's it. And, yeah, back to Dave's point, what Dave was asking, I don't know how you fix that. That's a internal team thing that I guess you got to figure out because mm-hmm. you're dealing with a lot of guys with uh, with egos, especially they didn't grow up in the program. It's different when you grow up in the program as opposed to just getting thrown in there. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys is going to be here for one year, two years. They might not want to take a role where it's less of being the star. Right. But you, sometimes you got to do that to be successful. So. And maybe that's more, maybe that's a lot of that is on Josh. Josh being first year, um, not really knowing how to navigate personalities, still figuring out substitution patterns. Because, again, this team was put together at the last second, kind of, because they were fighting to see who was going to play or not. That's it. So he, he's been dealt a bad hand, too. So it's, it's just, 
Man, it's and just trial by fire right now. So and that's for it. Josh. And it's sad too because for for Josh, I feel like he's been given. I don't want to say unfair because it it I mean what well, is unfair? No, you can say unfair. That, I mean, yeah, that's, it is that's extremely shitty hand. Exactly, yeah. and people coming down on him like, dude, give the man a break. What would you do if you were handed this? That's a lot of challenges to overcome. I don't think that even a veteran coach could have adjusted to that perfectly. There's no way. You know, mm-hmm. you couldn't throw Coach K into that situation and say, you know, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And especially for for someone like Josh. Yeah, he's been a part of this program. But to finally be in the driver's seat, I mean, it's sad how people are really I mean, they're gunning for him. Like, who are we going to get for, for coach next year? Like, just completely writing him at all, writing him off. And it's it's unfair. I would hate to be in his position right now. Yeah, but I mean, we knew that was going to happen. True. We knew we knew the haters were gonna come out as soon as they started doing bad. It, it, it always happens. It happened with Coach Huggins. Happens with a lot of coaches. Um, True. Do you think that he has earned the right to to coach, be the head coach of WVU another year, or do you think he still has some more to prove until you can say, I, "All right, I want him back and see what he does with a whole full year of the whole roster." Would I like to see that? Yes, I would like to see him with another year under his belt. However, here we are, precarious situation. I think we need to see something. I want to see how he adjusts to this this year before okay. making that decision. So you're waiting until the season is completely over to evaluate whether Correct. you want him to come back. Okay, Correct. that's fair enough. Because that's I stand corrected on Coach Neil Brown. <laughs> I ate crow yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's true. But he also has had a lot of chances to... That, see, there's the difference. So. There's the difference. Yeah, Neil Brown going into to season five as opposed to Eilert season one. Why can't so. this be Josh's COVID year, quote unquote? Because, I know, right? It could be. Because, like, the man <laughs> couldn't help but his team slipping up on banana peels for, like, the first, like, six months of this entire journey that's of, like, whoop. Coach has gone, whoop, this player's left. Whoop, this player's left. Oh, God. Like, right. the fact that the house is still standing uh, is Speaks pretty remarkable. Yeah. And the fact that the fans haven't abandoned, like, they're the angry people. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Coliseum was still packed last night. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still love for the team. And it's, it's, it's one of those situations where, like, everyone jokes about the fact that Interim was so big behind him on that graphic that, like, yeah, he's an Interim coach. But everybody wanted to see him, like, just crush it right away. That's it. And we wanted that Cinderella story where he blew everyone away. All the new coaches blew everybody away. The team just rallied around each other. And I think that's where the upset lies this season. Not because everyone's uh, blaming the institution as a whole, but because we really wanted that for them. Yes, I agree. The the only reason I feel like Josh will not get as much grace as Neil Brown did is because Neil Brown is somebody that the school chose to be their head coach. And Josh wasn't chosen to be – I mean, ultimately, he was chosen to be the head coach, but after, obviously, what happened with Coach Huggins. But yeah. outright, yeah. he wasn't the first choice. So that's the reason why I think Neil Brown will have more – has more grace than Josh has. But to me – Personally, like all uh, feelings aside, just from knowing Josh and being close to Josh, I would like to see him have another year because mm-hmm. we did beat Texas, ranked team. We beat Kansas. Dude, we number just, three, Kansas. That was insane. We just yeah. finished beating a, a really good Cincinnati team who just beat another ranked team. So this this Big 12 is a, is a beast. So on mm-hmm. any given night, anybody could beat anybody. So the fact that we are able to take down – these big some of these big teams shows me something i feel like obviously you want to finish out the right way and i don't know what that right way is hopefully somewhere around 500 yeah not too many games under 500 but for me i kind of seen enough to to feel like okay i i want to see him at least one more year even if it's the extension is just one more year it's like okay you have a full year you have all the pieces let's see you got one we got a a year of coaching experience under your belt let's see what you do and we go from there absolutely and it's interesting there's a word that you used pieces i believe the puzzle pieces are all on the table Mm. you just need to figure out how to put the puzzle together because like i've said numerous times 
there's mad talent on this team and I think Josh is a a great coach he could be a great coach mm. but we just need to figure out how all this goes together with that being said if you were the one who was to make this decision Kev do you put more weight on what maybe how you feel or what you know or do you listen to the players and what they want uh, what, what do you mean when you say that? Like, uh, for instance, like say you are Ren Baker, right? And it's your decision whether Josh stays next year or we mm -hmm. find a new coach. Do you put more weight in what you believe? Like, oh, I know there's this great coach out there. You know what I mean? It'd be great to snag him, et cetera. Or do you put more weight behind the players saying, no, we want Josh. You know what I mean? And, and depending oh, okay. on what, whatever, however they feel, they may feel opposite. Right. I don't know. But do you put more weight in what the players want or what the school wants? That's probably a better right. way to put it. Um, Dan, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to put more weight on what the players want just because Ren just as an AD, just coming into WVU, very short stint. I feel mm -hmm. like they, the players have more of a, pulse on what's going on around the practice facility and what's going on around the team that they would know better than I do until I get another year or so under my belt to learn everything better. So I'm going to trust their word on it. And if it doesn't work out, then it's like, okay, now I got to trust how I feel on it. But I'm going to take their word first if I was in that position. I agree. I, I feel the exact same way. And, you know, now looking back on it, man, what a crazy year. Ren's first year. And then you got Huggins leaving, and then you know, like everything, everything hey. has happened this this season. It's crazy. Yeah, and that's the ups and downs of a um, you know football a, a sports season in general. Like you never know what's gonna happen. That's but so um, yeah, I, speaking of um, the football team, I see the 2024 football schedule was released. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Have you, Ash? I peeped it, but I haven't. There we go. Okay. It's gonna be an what interesting year. <laughs> well, you think? I'm not happy that we're playing at Pitt, but I guess, you know, we do have to switch off every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let yeah. me just say, whew, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun season. There's a lot of great teams on this list, so we'll see where we're at. Um, is Penn Penn State coming here, right? Yes, that one's home. <sighs> That's gonna be a good one. We have a lot That's of good home good games. Eight of them this time. Yeah, eight home nice. games. So nice. Eight five, That's that eight times that wow. Kev can not go to the game and just go to tailgates. I we still if need to I'm, work this I'm out. <laughs> yeah, we need, to, we need right. we need our, Dave, our RV come and on, our man. Blue, blue We're still trying spot. to get a studio together, all right? Yeah. Penn State Albany. Yeah, so uh looking at the schedule right now, not knowing what's gonna happen, not knowing uh who the recruits are gonna be or how our team is gonna look next year, what do you think? Our record will be, Ooh, if you had to that's guess. A good question. I will say, I think that they've already made some announcements that I'm pleased with as far as returning players. I think okay. there's been some great announcements of players that are coming. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can make a guess as to how far or what our record will be. Just, mm, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. Can I? Ooh, hang we, on. Let me we, think about we, could, we could, we could uh, come back on this. You don't have to answer right now. That's a tough one. I definitely think, I mean, I think we're going to, we're going to finish strong. Right. Um, somewhere around like nine wins is what I'm hoping okay. for. All right. That's, I N think that's nine a, in a fair guess. Although four? I feel nine and four is what I was thinking. Okay. Although there's a part of me that's very superstitious and because I talk so much shit this season, <laughs> I feel like I need yeah. to stay on my bullshit because Steve, if I Steve. don't. <laughs> Hey, listen, you're right. Dome. If it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's it. That's why I thought about turning on the basketball team, because maybe that's what they need. <laughs> right. I, like yeah, the, I don't know if that's work. I don't know if that's the same juju. I don't know I if like that's the working. Cincinnati is either the seventh, eighth, or ninth. That's a new one. Not oh, I didn't even date. see that. Yeah, that is. I wonder why I that. Scheduling for TV, maybe? Of course, maybe. everything is always scheduled for TV, especially. Well, especially hell yeah, that's how we make our money. Especially um, football for some reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Let me. So for people speaking of Cincinnati, home, did did we talk on. about this? Oh, go ahead, Dave. Speaking uh, for people at home, August thirty first, Penn State. September seventh, Albany. September fourteenth, at Pitt. September twenty first, Kansas. 
October 5th at Oklahoma State, October 12th, Iowa State, October 19th, Kansas State, October 26th at Arizona, November 7th, 8th, or 9th at Cincinnati, November 16th, Baylor, November 23rd, UCF, and November 30th at Texas Tech. And I had one more question for you, Ash. You predicted nine wins. Mm -hmm. Is that including a possible bowl game? Oh, that is not including a possible bowl game, actually. Because we were nine and what five this year with a bowl game. Mm -hmm. If we win nine total out of this, does that dilute compared to last year as we're playing more games? So uh, it would actually be ten then, because let's include a bowl win on that. So okay. we'll say ten, 10 and, and four. four. Finish the season ten and four. I like that. Yeah. Hey, we I keep think ten four. Hey, we really are climbing then. Ten four. <laughs> so yeah. That's and that's when go. Neil Brown goes, "Toodles," and then <laughs> runs away. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to Oklahoma. No, I don't see that happening. I, <laughs> um, happening. I was going to say, speaking of Cincinnati, I don't know if we talked about this before, but did y'all see the uh, Kelsey Brothers podcast where uh, Travis Kelsey was talking about wanting to come to um, WVU for basketball because of Coach so, Huggins? Okay, so do tell, because I saw John say something about this week's podcast, and he goes, Kelsey coming to WVU, and I, I put a question mark because I had no idea what yeah. he was talking about. He was talking to, on his podcast. He was. Uh, if I went the football okay, route, I was probably going to go Cincinnati or I think North Carolina. Coach Thigpen. No, no, no. West Virginia was the one that you really wanted to go. West to. Virginia was where I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to play for uh, Coach Bob Huggins, Huggs. the legendary Huggy Huggy Bear man, the Cincinnati Bearcat legend. And they came on and offered late. He had just moved there from Kansas State. He kind of honored a few of the scholarships they had already given out. It was kind of a up in the air. I'm not even sure if I would have went there if I would have had a full scholarship the first year I went. Gotcha. Either way, I fell in love with how Coach Huggins ran his program and knew he was kind of a coach that I would respect and want to play for. I went to dad. I was like, man, I really want to play basketball at West Virginia under Huggs. He was like, you're a man of your word. Yeah, you had already committed. You don't go back on your word. You already committed. Don't be like these other guys who just now look at everybody in the college football. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. Like, looking back at what? Oh, my gosh. That's what your dad was, though. I appreciate my That's dad. That's crazy because, you know, one of those scholarships that he was talking about was John. <laughs> we could have had, had Travis Kelsey and said we got John Flowers. What a shit show. What a Honestly, shit show. Honestly, you were way better so off Travis with John. You were way <laughs> nah, better off with John. Yeah, sure. For sure. Travis Kelsey was the butterfly effect of this podcast. That's crazy. Because, wow. Matt, think about this. If he didn't honor the scholarship, because John was originally um, was un originally under uh, Coach um, Beeline. Mm -hmm. So if Coach Huggins came in and didn't honor, honor the scholarship, could this could not be going on right now. Touche. And Travis Kelsey just, would have been a two-sport athlete at, at WVU. Can we just take a second to imagine how peaceful our lives would be without John in them? Like, let's just, I, everyone at home, no, just like, no, now Ash, Zen, <laughs> just gonna. How peaceful Dave's uh, life would have been without. That's it. I was gonna say, my Dave, life would not be better without John. Flowers, it wouldn't be the same. No, Dave be. knows he loves John. It wouldn't that's be the it. same without him. But isn't that crazy, though? How without John, this podcast never would have started. Let's keep it yeah, real. Yeah, it was just John and I's idea. we're here. That's it. Hey, listen, Dave loves John. Don't let him lie to you. But uh, isn't that crazy how life works, though? Just like that that, those little small decisions. I would have never known that. I'm kind of curious. I didn't even know like he played talk. basketball ever. I would, I would like to talk to Hugs and be like, so were you ever considering Travis Kelsey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you have? I want to know. I want. And, yeah, and but, if you would have. John was a better athlete. <laughs> I'm sorry, say That's that again, Coach you would have said who, who would you have chosen? John, John was a better athlete. <laughs> I agree. I he probably really would have said that, though, but that, but that's just crazy how life works out, man. But we, we, got, the, we got the better end of the deal, in my opinion. So exactly. shout out my brother, John. Um, and honestly, speak, Kelsey, he had to go on the path he went. That's how he got where he is now. He wouldn't right. be the power Conversely, football player he Conversely, John is. Flowers is responsible for Travis dating Taylor Swift. Oh, let your head That's wrap crazy. around that for a second. Damn. That's legit. Damn. You're welcome, That's Taylor. Wild. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Taylor. You're welcome, Travis. Name the kid John. Uh, it is weird just the like amount of things that 
revolve around John's weird little orbit <laughs> and the things that he causes to happen. Six degrees. Six That's degrees it. separation. Um, speaking of Travis Kelsey, the Super Bowl is next Sunday. Um, <gasps> the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Who do you have, Ash, and why? Mm. I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. Okay, and why? I think Besides they, the fact that they're defending champs. Well, that too, that's a big part of it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, been the, what? So the 49ers, what? They won the Super Bowl, what, two years ago or a year ago? I mean, it, they, they're no, up there they, too. I, they, lost, they actually lost to, um, oh, uh, right. they lost to Kansas City. You're right, you're right, my bad. <laughs> a couple years about ago. That. So, yeah, and because of that, although then again, you could look at that as like a revenge thing, right? Is it like revenge bowl time? Could be. I don't know. I think I have to go with the Chiefs on this one. I just think the, I just think that they have more consistency in difficult moments. I guess you could right. say. Right. If I'm it's going wild. head over heart, I have mm-hmm. to. You can't go against Patrick Mahomes. Like <laughs> you just can't. That's it. But that's it. I'm not going head over heart, and I'm going heart first, and I'm going San Francisco 49ers <gasps> just really? because of what you just because of what you said. How I mm-hmm. think it's a revenge game. Yeah. And um. I don't know, man. Just uh, Brock Purdy. A lot of people are like have a lot of questions about him. Mm-hmm. I just think overall, San Francisco is the better team, and I feel like they're gonna play the okay. best at the right time. Even though they haven't been, even all throughout the playoffs, they could have lost both games that they played. But I feel like this Super Bowl, they're just gonna play their best at in the Super Bowl, and I, I think it's gonna be a close game. But they're gonna they're gonna win. Well, I hope that they don't do That's what they did talking. against the Lions. I almost crapped myself when I walked in the door Yo. the other day and saw the Lions were like, I thought they were just going to take it and run it. Like, yeah, that, I walked in the door and like, I don't think the 49ers had even scored yet. And I was like, wait a second. What is happening right now? Is the, the Detroit Lions oh. going to go to the Super Bowl for the first time ever? Like, is this happening right now? Yeah. And then I, mean, I thankfully know the 49ers pulled it out the second half. But, dude, what the hell? That's yeah. the thing that concerns me about the 49ers. I wouldn't want to watch that Because if they Super let the Bowl. Chiefs get up, the Chiefs are going to run it. They're going to just take over. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs ain't going to let that league go. For sure. Not. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to watch that Super Bowl if the Lions was in. I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping that <laughs> I was hoping that San Francisco won just because I think it would have been a is just a better matchup as a Super Bowl matchup. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Is that um, really Eminem? No way. Yeah, that, that was really Eminem. <laughs> he grow a beard? Or does he have a mask on? How old is Eminem? He grows a beard. Fifty. Like yeah. Eminem got it, me 50. It's it's so funny. Like you see like clips of Taylor like. Her fans are going wild, like under her, and he just got Eminem flipping everybody yeah. off. Well, look, he's, he's like surrounded by freaking Chiefs fans or Forty ers fans. It looks like. Yeah, it's hilarious. He stays true to his brand. I can't lie. That's true. He reps Detroit. I'm just excited like to see a lot of business. like people melt down the fact that Taylor Swift will be on camera during a Super Bowl, it's and so all these stupid. precious princesses will Do- have to deal with it. Why? Do y'all think it's a real thing? Do y'all think they really like each other, or? Is- just what it I would hope was. so. Do you think it's for oh. show? It's mutually it's mutually beneficial for both of them. I mean, she that's gets. Legit. I mean, she gets Taylor is release and she gets sports fans, and then the sports, and then he gets some of the Swifties, and he like. gets some of her fans. Yo, is 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 Taylor Swift bigger than the NFL? It's hard to be bigger than the NFL. She but could she buy might a team. Be, she might be bigger than the NFL. I mean, does she need her brand? She, does she need a, a relationship though? Like. Like, does she need a fake relationship at this point? She's bigger than everybody. Like, but it doesn't you know, she's hurt. Been though. Acu- but you also know she's been accused of this in the past, numerous mm. times. Well, who? Um, what's the guy's name uh, that plays Loki? Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Oh yeah, I know who yes. you're talking. I don't know his name though. No. Yeah. It was rumored that they dated because of like some things he he had going on. She was doing an album release, and a lot of people believe that that relationship was not real. It's smart. Everybody else doing it. Why not? Like it's smart. I mean, smart. that's legit. I think more people do it than anybody realizes. Yeah. Are we people saying this because she's a successful? Sex, like, <laughs> that's it. Are we saying this because she's a successful independent woman? No. And, no. and we're we're and taking the, the media approach. I don't. Of, I don't think it's even the people who are in it that are making this choice. This all comes down to publicists, managers, people like that, who kind of force them into those situations. I'm saying it because situations. of that. We know that I'm Ash and Joe is a marriage of publicity. <laughs> 
totally. He's totally in the limelight yeah, constantly. I was I was gonna I was gonna tell you, Ash. It's definitely a gold digger. Sorry to tell you. Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> I mean, you know. Sorry to burst your bubble, man. Nah, just not sit you, but yeah, but I mean it's smart on both of their parts though, even if it's like like I said, a, a mutually agreed on thing where it's like, hey, I'm gonna help you and you help me and maybe we do some things outside. Maybe we don't. That's it. Make it look good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you know what? I so, bet somebody's done an article on this. I wonder, I wonder like what the like how. I want to know how often this happens. Oh, a lot, I bet. Are you talking about just like fake celebrity couples yep. or like beards? Yeah. Not beards, actual like faking it. But I think beards happen way more often. <laughs> beards. Yeah, people What's who that? are gay What's who that? end up with someone of is, an they have a name for like that cover i've yeah, never heard that before really? they have a name for that heard? kind of stuff a beard so yes it started as I'm, a thing um i don't know when exactly it started but it started mostly because like a lot of gay men in hollywood didn't want people to know that they were gay so they yeah, would i know that you know date and marry women and that's why yeah, they call yeah. it the beard you know what i mean she's his beard so to speak oh okay 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 yeah. okay i think i have heard that before okay yeah yeah i yeah, I, I mean, I I knew that part about that, trying to hide that. But, yeah, I didn't know it had a name to it. Oh, mm-hmm. duh, that's crazy. Um, in other news, uh, famous actor Carl Weathers passed away, 76. Oh, 76. Man, that's so sad, yeah. He was on, uh, he starred in movies like Rocky, Predator, and The Mandalorian. Also, mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore, one of my favorite... <laughs> That was one of my one. favorite movies mm-hmm. and i did not know he was an nfl linebacker before. i didn't either until i was like what we saw that article and i was like wait what i thought he was just an actor i knew i was right tom hiddleston actually from came Happy out Gilmore. and said that his relationship with taylor swift was fake so it so is he a beard you think i wouldn't say he's a beard i would say that they oh, just God. dated for publicity okay but well i mean he wouldn't be a beard for her there i don't i don't think <laughs> No, she would be a beer for him. Wouldn't that that be the thing? Well, that's legit. And that's, I mean, hey, who knows? Uh, Listen, anymore. First of all, also in this day and age, I think that's sad that you can't be who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's plenty of successful actors and actresses out there who are gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's just going through a lot. Beautiful men I've ever seen. And I'm upset that that man is gay. Who's gay? Matt Bomer. Oh, he's um That's he's the dude from you, right? No. No? Oh, okay. All right, never mind. No, he I'm was out, um the loop. God, he's been in all kinds of stuff. Um he was I in I thought he's the dude from you. Um a lot of American horror stories. Okay. He was in American Horror Story Hotel. He was in the latest one for New York or the I guess year before for New York. Um <laughs> Magic Mike. Okay. Yeah, he's been I've in seen his stuff. I've but seen his face I around mean, before. Okay. I just think he's I think he is so attractive. And whenever yeah. I found out he was gay, I was like, "Oh." But you know what? <laughs> I love that I love that he's so open about it. Like, please. I think everybody should be open about who they are. And fake relationships for publicity is bullshit too. Like, it's sad. It's sad that that needs to be a thing that people really care that fucking much about right. other people's relationships that you feel the need to fake it is horrible. I feel like in this day and age, it's getting more and more acceptable, though. I mean, obviously, you have your people who are, you know, who who don't see it as that or whatever, however they see it. But I feel like more and more now is getting more acceptable that, like, you shouldn't, like, have to, like, that's a lot to hide. That's what I'm to saying. To go through just to hide, like, you know, what you like or Could your you preference or whatever like that. imagine the mental like, anguish like, that that puts you through? I mean, oh, come on. Yeah. You got you can't because you're constantly worrying about if if you slip up, what's going to happen, and like yeah, you, you can never hide your relax. entire life. Could you can't you relax ever. Yeah, yeah, no, especially in this day and age where there's a camera on every corner. You can't yeah, even go out to dinner or do anything with the person that you probably really right. do love and have to fake a relationship with someone else just to keep people off your trail. Oh no, 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 right. no, no. Be I don't know why do people you. care so much though. That's what like, I why said. people care so much about what other people are doing? Like, which just pri- <laughs> prime example, this whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift shit, who gives a fuck? Who Nobody gives a shouldn't. fuck? I know I don't. 
nobody should but people just that's the that's the climate we live in like you have to know everybody's business like if you don't know what's going on in in celebrities lives like you just out of the loop or you're just like nobody whatever but yeah. i don't know it's man just... that's it's weird trend i agree and i just think for me it's not so much like having access to their lives because i think in a certain degree that's how they maintain interest but like a lot of it is like the parasite media feeding off of it but for me the more troubling thing is the parasocial friendships that people form with celebrities and genuinely feel like they know these celebrities mm -hmm. not knowing that like everything that a celebrity puts out is vetted curated like polished like you don't really know much about travis and taylor's relationship but people feel like, oh, my God, they're the perfect couple. Like, oh, my God, she's so happy. Like, is she? Like, mm -hmm. is he? Like, yeah, you could kind of see it from, you know, some nice moments that they have. And it's 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 kind of a nice thing in a shitty time of the world where you can see football through the lens of this couple. Like, whatever. But, like, the way that people get so attached to celebrities is if they know them personally is the creepier thing to me. I agree. And, like, as if they get so angry like for instance people on the internet it's uh, prime example actually this is definitely prime example Nicki Minaj re released a song recently just totally knocking Megan the Stallion like top to bottom right people took such I not even just offense but like people were all over that on both sides like defending Megan, other people defending Nikki, and it's like, why do you guys care? Like, I don't get it. I, I, I don't under like you're not this person. You're not friends with them. They don't even know who you are. Why do you care? I'm so confused by that. Right. Yeah. I think Dave is right on the on the point of everybody feeling. I I think at the end of the day, everybody just wants to feel important. So I think you attaching yourself to somebody who's of notoriety or who's popular, you're like, oh yeah, like you, you just have this weird, you just have this weird attachment to them that you think that they're your friend just because you follow them or whatever you see what they're doing. Or you're like, oh, they're kind of like me in a sense. Like you kind of have that connection with them. But at the end of the day, it's like, these people, like you said, um, these people are are putting stuff out that they want you to see. Like this is mm -hmm. not their whole life. Like this is the this you're is curated, comparing yourself sure. to somebody's highlight reel. Mm -hmm. So hundred percent. Yeah, and, and if you want to see the real so Kevin Jones and get to know him, subscribe to his OnlyFans. Exactly, it's only fifteen ninety nine <laughs> a month. Exactly, and I'm only showing fans for real. Don't let that go over your head. It's just Woo! Kevin naked behind it's just, fans. It's just, it's just oh my god, that is hilarious! My... If you had an OnlyFans, that literally is <laughs> like only literally fans. only just just fans. <laughs> it's him just like flexing it... behind different types of fans in Japan. I love that. Shout out Jay Jacobs, broadcasting legend and WVU hoops alum. He retired officially. Yes. Uh, great, great career, great announcing career uh, for him. Um, is a staple and WVU basketball community and Morgantown in general estate. So, hey man, congrats on your retirement. Rest, yeah. relax, kick up your feet. That's it. Done a great job, done a great job here. So, thank Speaking you to Jay six, Jacobs. Six degrees of John Flowers that they, they showed up on the big screen, him and John doing the Dougie together. <laughs> yeah, oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, and that was, that was years ago. Mm -hmm. That was when the Dougie craze was going wild. Oh, John loved him. The 2010. Dougie. Yes, he did. Oh, goodness. I think I was oh, in there, too. I was oh, definitely. God, I in remember there. that. Oh, my God. I remember that. <laughs> and the funny thing is he was not doing he was not doing it. He was just moving his arm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look how young John looks. He's a BB. Ah. Dayshawn <laughs> Kerwin <laughs> Case hey. hey The glasses look was a good uh, thing for you Kev <laughs> Thanks man <laughs> So I went back to it recently There it is oh Hey, That's so funny Back when WVU hoops was lit.
Make WVU hoops great again. There, there no, it sorry. is. Yeah. Make Hugs it literally had that on a hat. <laughs> Back when oh, it was fun. Man. Dude, that was great. I mean, yeah. remember that? They used to. The, be- the better times. Dancing around all the time. <laughs> Kev. Kev, are you going to go see Dune 2? I didn't see Dune 1. Oh, my God. Oh. It's so good. I'm so is excited it, for Is Dune it good? 2. It's excellent. You would love it. I got to see Dune 1, and I think it's coming out here soon. So I, if I see March the first, first one, then I might see the second one. Yeah. People are watch. people are saying that they're going <laughs> to do in Popcorn Bucket. Oh, Ew. wow. Looks Look like, like a rusty butthole. <laughs> oh, how, you, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Oh, I get it. Uh, you see? I get it. I get it. Oh man, we're that just saying That is really stuff. disturbing, by the way. I don't. Yeah. Like that, why, what? What bucket. is that? Why is that? The, the That's worm. the big worm. It's. it's oh, okay. It plays a big part in the movie. You just. You oh, okay. 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 People are saying it is um, like the Empire Strikes Back level of like. It's good. Terrific movie. Like, it's real good. It's so really that means good. it's four uh, hours. Like, not all, it is very long. However, I will say it's that perfect combination of great script writing, great visuals, and excellent fucking acting. I mean, it is okay. great. I had yeah. no desire to watch okay. it. And Joe was watching it when I came in the room and instantly, within two minutes, caught my attention. And I was sucked in. And it's, it's well, like that. You... It's good. Well, you sold me, so I'm going to try to watch the first one, and then when it comes out here, probably go sit there and watch it then. Yeah, and then Kevin will get excited. sucked into that popcorn bucket. Hey, I'm going to put my fist in it and see if it goes away. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Oh, hello. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> By the way, who's French Creek awesome. Freddy? I don't know. What is that? You've never is that heard an actual person? or It's a groundhog. French Creek Freddy oh, is a groundhog. No, I've never. Oh no! You I never heard know. of French Creek? No. Like there's a there was a zoo down there once upon a time, which has now since been closed. Um, however, there was a groundhog down there that they named Freddy, and they started bringing him out like Punxsutawney Phil. There's, by the way, Punxsutawney Phil's not the only animal or groundhog doing predictions. They have them. There's one in New York. Um, I think there's one in New Jersey. They're like all over the place. Why are we giving these groundhogs names? Like, why can't they just be Groundhog 1 and Groundhog 2? Why are we giving them names? Why do you give your kids like names? <coughs> it's fun. They're animals. And they can have like personalities it. and little hats. I don't like it. Like, it's, it's a fun thing, Kevin. All right, whatever. The whole nerd. concept of Groundhog Day is <laughs> <You wild. nerd. laughs> Like, these men come out once a year, get hammered. And I do mean hammered. They are drunk mm. as hell. And they get up there and read from this old book piece of paper thing, which is, it's just so, biz- it's such a bizarre thing. And I can't believe we still do it. It's so wild. Yeah. So when the groundhog comes out of the ground, that's, it shows the spring is coming. Uh, no, it's whenever he comes oh. out. If he sees his shadow, that means okay. six more weeks of winter. If he doesn't see his shadow, it means spring is coming. And how and and when where is this data like where where did this first happen at? I don't That's know the history question. behind Groundhog's Day, to be honest. Oh wow, the first Groundhog Day predictions were made by Badgers. Oh yeah, See? Candlemas Day. That so that I remember this now. Back in the day, people would light a candle um, during this time of the year, and if the candle had a shadow, same concept, right? Shadow means six more weeks of winter. If there mm-hmm. was no shadow, then that meant spring was coming. So that's how this whole thing got started. Well, then, um, does that have a date on here? Uh, da, 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 da. Germans added to the tradition by giving the weather prediction duties to the badger. They believed if the sun made an appearance on Candlemas Day, the badger would cast a shadow. Six more weeks of bad weather would follow. If it wasn't, the German settlers came to America that the groundhog became the weather... Pr- I'm confused. 1800s. Thank you. That's all I was looking for was a date. I'm not confused. Modern groundhog just... celebration was started in the 1800s by German farmers living in Pennsylvania. The Dutch. Thank you, the Dutch. 
Yeah, I I don't know. Considering how accurate most weather reports are anyway, are we really just going to trash the accuracy of a groundhog? Touche. You know? Like, did you know, and this is one of those stupid things where if you know, you know, but that when it says 40% chance of rain, it means that 40% of the area forecast is going to get rain, not that there's a 40% chance it will rain at all. Yeah. So I took meteorology in school, and that's not something that they teach. I feel like humans are just <laughs> always just trying to that. outsmart I've never nature. Heard that before. <laughs> humans are always just trying to outsmart nature at every corner, and it was just. I think that sounds like work. a cop out to me. That they're like, oh no, that that's not what that number means. That's, we're more accurate than that. Like, no, no, you're not. Yeah, I think I feel like our our need to know everything is what causes these superstitions and groundhog days and all that kind of stuff so that's it i don't buy into all that it's cool though it's cool it is i mean it's it's fun right and it's like a little something for people to like do like i said punxsutawney phil's never been known for his accuracy anyway so it's just all in good fun but we're gonna have best virginia barry predict if we're gonna have six more losses in tbt (laughs) best virginia barry i'm here for it we need a mascot i like that too bad Kona's a girl. She would have made a good berry. Best Virginia Betty. Best Virginia there Betty. And we're all about inclusion here on the final forecast. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, Ash doesn't come to games, so Kona probably won't. <laughs> oh, shade. Talk about shade. That was another episode of the final forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones, my lovely co-host, Ashley. That's me. How? <laughs> Dang, it just don't stop. Shit. Okay. Man, it just don't stop, Ash. This is crazy. I know, right? Mm. Super producer Dave. I don't take it personally. Fuck you, Dave. (laughs) Can you not crash my intro? Please do that again, Kev. Hey, this is hey, this is no makeup, Ash. Don't don't fuck with her. All right. Fuck you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. I can timed it with same. Great. (laughs) Keep keep that in. Keep that in there.